Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. The Lakers and the Warriors are evened up at a game apiece out west. It is Chris Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. By the way, the app is where you can watch the show. Just click watch, and there it is. Uh, in the Zone last night, brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone, and it's pretty clear that Clay Thompson was in the zone last night. And we talked about this earlier, the idea that this is more of an Anthony Davis series and a Clay Thompson series than a Steph and LeBron series. And that is absolutely the case. And you have to wonder, is that actually going to end up costing the Lakers a championship if it becomes more about an Anthony Davis series? Because the inconsistency the fact that it is more about an Anthony Davis uh, series, I should say, is the inconsistency of Davis going to cost him a championship? Listen, I don't know if I could say that quite yet. If they get to the conference finals, I could say that if it continues to be the trend. Uh, if they get past the Warriors, I'm not going to give up on the Warriors yet like that. But at this point, I don't know what the answer is here. If you want to get upset about the fact, like we had a caller last hour that got upset about the fact that we didn't spend as much time on the uh, job that Draymond Green did defensively on him, well, okay, they're going to go smaller on him the rest of the way because it was clear that Kevon Looney was just entirely too slow for him to defend Anthony Davis effectively. So if that's the case... I can't count on Draymond being this good against AD the entire series because AD is is too great of a player. This wasn't about him going out there and going 3 for 15 last night. It was about not being as aggressive offensively as he needed to be. He does everything else well. He still blocks shots. He still has a presence in the lane. He is still very much a, a rebounding machine. But if you're going to go out there and only put up 11 shots that's not nearly aggressive enough and it's not how you're going to win this series anthony davis has to take complete control of this from a lakers perspective for them to win and this has been talked about for the last couple of weeks that this was more of an ad team this is not a new thought which is what's maddening about this like ad knows this lebron knows this LeBron knows his best chance of winning is if AD is dominating a game and not taking a back seat. So when you see a performance like last night, that felt to me, when it got away from him a little bit in the second quarter, that the Lakers were just, all right, we're good. We got our one. God, I can't stand that. When you are playing a team like the Golden State Warriors, I absolutely cannot stand that mentality. Foot on the throat. Get after it. You could say they did their job, but do you trust the Warriors uh, or do you trust the Lakers to be able to control it the rest of the way? We just pointed out earlier uh, the fact that the Warriors have been a team 
that, what, three out of the last four playoff series, they've lost game one and gone on to win. And it just happened against the Kings. It just happened in the finals against the Celtics. So what makes you think it's going to happen again? And don't sit there and tell me about the Laker home court advantage about how the Warriors have been bad on the road. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Canty will not bring that up. And you know why? Because he knows that that whole idea has gone out the window when it comes to the playoffs. And it's clear that the Warriors did not treat the regular season with the urgency level that other teams did. And it's showing now. It's They, they are, I don't want to say they're more rested. They had their injuries. They had their problems. But uh, clearly it was not as important to them, especially away from home. So here they are, even at one game apiece, and I think they're fine. Now, bigger picture. We start talking about legacies and who championships mean more to, because this is, as we know, this has become the entire discussion for the last 15 years about who has championships, and Jordan made that a thing. If you're LeBron James right now, I don't know that much changes for your personal legacy with a fifth championship. Does LeBron vault ahead of Jordan? You may already have him there. I don't know that he does. All of the finals appearances that LeBron has made, especially when he didn't have other players around him uh, that were championship-caliber players, is remarkable. Nothing really changes for LeBron when you are talking about his legacy. What does change for Steph is now we're on to five, and Steph has not necessarily been the guy that you would think of as one of the all-time great players, you know, the whole Mount Rushmore thing, top five thing. We've always thought of him as a great shooter, the best to ever play the game. There's not much debate about that. But is there more debate now about what Steph is overall as a player when you start really factoring in? Size, what he has done for the game, completely changing it. His impact on the game, as Canty and I discussed the other day, has been greater than LeBron's because LeBron made it a positionless league. Steph has done this and has completely changed the dynamic and made it a more analytical league with the way he shoots. That threes are uh, so much more focused on than twos anymore. So the, the legacy aspect of it, it has much more of an effect on Steph. But he's not the guy in the playoffs that it has the biggest effect on. That's Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid needs to win a championship. And point to whatever you want as to why he hasn't yet. We have looked at Nikola Jokic. We have knocked him for only making one conference finals appearance so far and for the early exits from the playoffs. We don't knock Joel Embiid the same way that we do Jokic. They're extenuating circumstances, playing through injuries, getting banged up, all that stuff. Ben Simmons is, as it turns out, the equivalent of playing through a major injury because he can have that much of a negative effect on your team, as we've seen. Losing on a bad shot to Kawhi Leonard, just a lucky shot that went in. Whatever you want to point to. Embiid does not get the heat that Jokic does when it comes to winning. And frankly, he should. 
Embiid absolutely should get the heat that Jokic does. Jokic has won two MVPs now, and he's gotten the heat. Embiid wanted all of the smoke when it comes to the attention of winning the MVP. He's been his bummed out little camper the last couple of years when he hasn't won it, and now he finally has. All right, you're the MVP. Let's see it. Let's see it. Because it is, like, just the fact that he missed game one and the Sixers went out and won the game gives birth to the dumb arguments that I was hearing yesterday or two days ago about how the Sixers are better off without Joel Embiid because James Harden can play differently. Come on. That's obviously an incredibly dumb thought, but it was actually out there. People, There were people who believed that the Sixers are better off trying to win a championship with James Harden as the primary guy off of one game the other night. And Embiid returning, and all of a sudden they go out and get absolutely their doors blown off in game two. No, one had nothing to do with the other. This was a player who had missed two weeks who was getting his sea legs under him. But if you're the MVP, if you are the centerpiece, if you are one of the top three to four players in the league, if not top two, it's up there, then you need to win a title, and you need to get a lot closer to it. And if we're being frank about it, this might be his easiest chance. You get past the Celtics, which I think the Sixers are better than the Celtics. I don't trust the Celtics enough to go and take care of business and win this series in in six or seven. I think Philadelphia wins this series. I don't trust the Celtics enough to go and get that done. And then you're looking at the Knicks or the Heat in the conference finals. They're a nice story. The Heat grinds you down. They beat the Sixers last year. I can guarantee you this won't happen again. If the Knicks win this series, Knicks have at that point, by reaching the conference finals, already exceeded what the expectations were. No, 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 no. This is about Embiid having to win a championship. Getting to the finals this year would help. He's still a young enough player. Getting to the finals and losing to Golden State would be a major step in the right direction. But as far as who among the great players right now would have their legacy impacted the most by winning a title... That's Joel Embiid. I want your take at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. What star player has their league most impacted, or has their legacy most impacted by winning a championship this season? Embiid? LeBron even greater? Steph Curry? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. What if a quarterback completed four out of five passes? Well, you can play at that level with ZipRecruiter because four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny, ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. Turns out winning a championship may not be healthy for you if you're an NBA coach. We explain in moments on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you ever wonder what you would do if you had unlimited hours in the day? Would you pick up a new hobby or focus on one you've neglected lately? Would you spend time with those people you haven't seen in a while? 
Well, there's a chance if you've considered having more time in the day, you're too overworked, stressed, and you haven't spent enough time focusing on yourself, that's where BetterHelp comes in. Therapy can be the spark to help you organize everything in your life and prioritize yourself. The journey of self-improvement isn't an easy one, but I believe when you devote time to your mental health, you become a better version of yourself. So let BetterHelp be your guide along the way. Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100, 100 times, times your money. money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and Goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stats types are what make prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app go to prizepicks.com slash greenberg and use code greenberg for a first deposit match up to 100 that's prizepicks.com slash greenberg code greenberg for a first deposit match up to 100 prize picks pick more pick less it's that easy passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for and with ebay guaranteed fit your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to turn your car into the mvp and bring home that win keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply greenie the podcast win a championship a couple of years ago now you're gone <laughs> unbelievable carlin in for greenie on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Mike Budenholzer fired yesterday uh, by the Milwaukee Bucks. And as Bobby Marks pointed out, uh, three of the last four championship-winning coaches are out. That, that is remarkable in the NBA. Now, when it comes to Budenholzer, am I stunned? I am not. This is about a front office that looked at Budenholzer over the last few years, that looked at where the team is right now after losing in round one, as I, I think we'd all say, the Milwaukee Bucks were set up to win another championship and were the best team in the NBA this year. It's certainly, no, there's no evidence to the contrary. So why would I believe that I wasn't going to win multiple championships? The Milwaukee Bucks 
this is the case anytime a coach gets fired, but they never get fired after winning titles because uh, you don't necessarily put the same um, – after you win a title, you get the, a certain runway, right? Budenholzer doesn't get that runway, and the reason is they thought that he was actively keeping them from winning multiple titles. <laughs> I mean, think about that. They basically are telling you by firing him, firing him a couple of years later that he is the reason that they haven't won more and that they won in spite of him a couple of years ago. That's remarkable. And that's a tough, tough label to wear. But that's exactly what's happened here. Bubba, am I really going to do this? Bubba? Are we really going to talk to Richard? I mean, I don't see why not. It's been a while, right? It has been a while. Let's bring him on. I think I think we need to. <laughs> Richard of Manhattan. Hello, Richard. You're on ESPN Hi, Radio. Chris. Chris Richard. The high holes are firing. In my 60 years of sports, I don't ever remember a coach. No disagreement, no bad feelings, front office, no player rebellion. I've never seen a coach get fired for this. In five years, his average, including the playoffs. I, I know what the, the numbers average, are, Richard. 62 and 29. That's a 680 percentage. How much better can you play than 680? Richard. That's five years. Two years ago, a championship. Yep. This is unbelievable. I've never seen it. Richard, why do you think it happened? Sports. Why do you think it happened? I have no idea. And I'll tell you exactly why it happened. Thanks for the call. The reason it happened is they didn't win multiple championships, and they feel like they're supposed to win multiple championships with the way the team is right now. I haven't talked to Richard in forever. Oh, my God, it's been entirely too long. I, I, Bubba, you know, I used to have, I still do, a Richard warning that, like, Richard is coming on right now, and if you need to step away, here's the alarm to let you know. you got to run to the bathroom. you got to check out for a moment here's your opportunity to do it i know well you yeah you've never played it on for us you used to play it for uh, 98 7 in new york we've never heard we got you got to bring it to us on the network level well i love to hear i, it. I can do that right now if you'd like you have it yes oh, i would prefer well i'll play it for you but i i don't want you if you're driving right now just be prepared because i can't throw this at you without warning you about what's coming so here it comes. That's the Richard warning. How it's many accidents did you just cause? <laughs> no, it's it's basically the purge horn. Well, you know, Richard, Richard loves it. Richard does love it. Andrew next on ESPN Radio. Andrew, what's going on, buddy? Hey, so um, just calling in in response to your question about which star uh, has the most to gain from winning a championship. And yeah. I got to say, I think it's Jimmy Butler. Um, I think that even Joel Embiid is viewed as an elite first-tier player. And all the other players who you could mention, their legacy, it's already like Hall of Fame adjacent, if you will. Jimmy Butler, he's just so underrated, and he isn't talked about like a first-tier player as much as them. And I think that if he wins, He's leaping over a lot of guys. I think uh, it's, I, it, listen, and here's what's wrong with it, okay? 
I, I don't. I, I I think you make an excellent point, Andrew. And thanks for the call. The problem is that there's just no chance in hell I expect the Heat to win a championship this year. Like if Jimmy Butler did that, it's not just helping his legacy. It is one of the all-time great achievements in professional sports history if the Miami Heat won a championship this season. Not just because they were so bad during the year, especially shooting the basketball. Not just because of all that, but because of the incredible lack of talent that's around Jimmy Butler when we talk about superstar players. Bam is not that guy. Bam Adebayo is not that guy. And the other guys, as well as guys like Gabe Vincent have played, we know what Gabe Vincent is. He's a role player. If the Miami Heat won a championship this year, it would go, I I mean, I I don't think it puts Jimmy Butler all of a sudden into a a pantheon all his own, or he's on the level of any other great players, or he's even a top 20 great player of all time if that happens. But just as an individual achievement, it might be one of the greatest in the history of of professional sports. Michael, next on ESPN Radio. Michael, what's going on? Michael? No, Michael. Come on, Sean. Michael. Let's go to Sean. Thanks a lot, Michael. Michael was nothing. in Alaska. Maybe yeah. bad connection up there. Oh, I don't want excuses. Sean, you're next on ESPN Radio. What do you got, Sean? Uh, thank you for having me. I would um, have no, to no argue problem. that the one who needs to win the championship more than anybody is Chris Paul. He, right now, well, he's on the list of one of those uh, lists you don't want to be on is one of the greatest players and never won a championship. Yeah, and it's not happening. I mean, Chris Paul is banged up. You know, God knows what he or when he could even potentially come back, and they don't have the depth to do it. They don't have the depth to go win a title. What you're seeing with the Phoenix Suns right now is a team that traded away all of their really good role players, and it is now costing them, uh, even though they got that second superstar, there are sometimes it just does not quite work, and so they're going to need to go into the offseason and figure out how to replace those role players, the Cam Johnsons of the world, and figure out what exactly they can do because, I mean, look at what their bench is. I, I'd say look at what their bench is doing, but their bench is just non-existent. Gene, up next on ESPN Radio. Gene, what do you think? Who has their impact, their legacy impacted the most? Oh, the legacy impacted the most would be Embiid. Embiid needs to win a championship after all the process and the um, Ben Simmons stuff. Um, like Jokic, Jokic is playing with house money. He was a second round pick, won two championships, and carried a team that had injury from two of their stars. But we do, ACL, we do so. tend to criticize Jokic quite a bit for not winning a championship yet. Yeah, but that's more you can't. He can't help ACL knees. You know, he can't do anything like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with the process and Joel Embiid and some of the stuff, he, Joel Embiid needs to win a championship. If his career is over, he has no championship, he won't be on the same bar as Jokic. I totally Listen, uh, I think that Embiid absolutely has to win a championship. I don't know about same bar as Jokic. Um, that, put that aside for a second. Embiid needs to win a championship eventually. It doesn't necessarily have to be right now. But this may end up being his best chance. If he got to the finals and lost to the Warriors, eh, okay. It would be another step in the right direction. But as a great young player, still young, in this league, 
27, 28, whatever he is now, uh, you need to win a title. Now an MVP. If they go out second round, they lose to the Celtics here, Embiid deserves criticism. And we could sit here and say, well, it's not going to be his fault if that happens, or it's going to be because of injury, or Doc's going to screw something up. No, 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 no. Doc may screw something up, but Embiid's going to be part of the problem. Because he, if he's going to be the face of the organization and one of the faces of the league, then it's on you. Then the responsibility comes with all of the glory. Chris Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. The NBA playoffs are on ESPN Radio. Tune in tomorrow night, Game 3, Lakers hosting the Warriors, presented by Indeed. Coverage begins 8 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN radio stations and Sirius XM Channel 80. In moments, the most improved NFL teams this offseason. There are some that I promise are going to surprise you a bit, and some that maybe you didn't think it was actually possible. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're just weeks into this year, and the news is already nonstop. Two overseas wars, a presidential election already testing the democratic process, a former president in court. It can feel impossible to keep up with, but we can help. I'm Brad Milkey, the host of Start Here, the daily podcast from ABC News. Every morning, my team and I get you caught up on the day's news in a quick, straightforward way that's easy to understand. So kickstart your morning. Start smart with Start Here and ABC News, because staying informed shouldn't feel like a chore. Greeny, the podcast. Greeny with Mike Greenberg. Do we think Cam's a sushi eater? I'm going to guess yes. Now the question is which kind? I would say normally down the middle, but if I'm in an adventurous mood, I would certainly try a recommendation. Fair, but if you walk in, a bunch of people say, hey, the chef's special tonight. Are you in on that or not? Yeah, because I succumb easily to peer pressure. You're alone. <laughs> I'm You're not going to eat sushi alone. You're making this very difficult. I I'm trying to understand. ask a pretty You're simple question. Yes or no? It's I you eat. and Roger Staubach having <laughs> sushi. <laughs> it better be soon then. This is a man who once killed Roger Starbuck. Last week. Very difficult. Yes, I would be experimental. I'm an adventurous eater. Glad that we finally got to the bottom of that. This is Greeny. This weekly rewind brought to you by Dell for your small business needs. Call a Dell Technologies advisor today, 877-ASK-DELL. Chris Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Kim, was that specifically, did I hear it wrong? Was it specifically for a seafood restaurant? 
Uh, it's, I think it was for sushi. For uh, sushi? Yeah, sushi. Greeny and Hembo were saying, you know, they want they know exactly what kind of sushi they want when they go to a place, and they were asking if Bubba and or I were would be adventurous sushi eaters, try something experimental. The chef special. I, I believe Bubba said he doesn't really eat sushi at all. Yeah, I'm not a sushi guy either, but I'm allergic. That's the problem. Ah, so you have an yeah, excuse. but I, I, uh, good to know. Yeah, I, probably still. I I I'm if I'm not physically allergic to sushi uh, if i could actually have it i would probably still be emotionally allergic to sushi that's what Bubba uh, Bubba, as i suspect that you are yeah you I've, just... tr- I've tried it uh which is actually even surprising for me i, I did try it but that's about as far uh, yeah Bubba no. has somewhat of a childish palate i would say yeah one of my friends coined it as a juvenile palate which i <laughs> yeah. uh, i would accurately describe it as such and um uh, I'm, I'm he's okay. not changing i'm okay with it <laughs> yeah I, I'm I'm not far from that myself. I listen. I I have known grown men who will go into restaurants and cannot order anything but the chicken fingers. See, like, I'm not I'm not that bad. Yeah, yeah neither I, am I. I can find stuff. It's just that. like what is what is what would you say is the most adventurous that you've ever been? Like yeah. I don't see you eating pad thai. No, yeah. See, like I don't like any. I don't really eat any like Asian food or Indian food or, or any of that stuff. But I'll eat any. And I don't know any, anything else. I guess so yeah. any, any seafood, any seafood, Indian or um, Thai food or, or Mex. I mean, sorry, or uh, Asian food. I'm not going to eat, but Italian, Mexican, any you know, hot dogs, hamburgers, all that. Stuff, obviously, any, any of that stuff. Any of that stuff, I'll load up on. So um, <laughs> Italian, Mexican, hot dogs, and hamburgers. Yeah. Um, it's the four major food groups. Steaks. Steaks are great. Yep. Uh, that, see, that's my I, move. Yeah. I mean, that's my move. Plenty you of stuff. The, I mean. Yeah, you take me to a particular restaurant, I will find the thing that is absolutely the closest to steak. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, yeah, I'm, I'm way more, uh, I'm, I'm getting more than just chicken nuggets is the point, you know? Yes. I, yes. I, I can no, find stuff for sure. Like, you'd be surprised the level of person that I, I've known coaches that do not eat anything outside of the realm, like of mozzarella sticks and chicken fingers. And I'm not talking about people, you know, that look like me. Can right. you name one? I can't. I can't right. do that to them. I can't put them on blast. <laughs> it's nobody currently uh, a head coach now. Not by any stretch now. But, yeah, it's not. Ed I, Orgeron. I, I am. <laughs> I, what'd you say? Ed Orgeron. <laughs> you know Ed he Orgeron. He looks like someone like who loves But the Bob's problem is, you know Ed Orgeron's eating plenty of crawfish, too. For sure, yeah. true. No doubt. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Chris Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. The list is what determines who matters in this business. The Green List. There it is. Fat handing it again. Fat handing it again. Your top five most improved NFL teams this offseason. Some of them, it may feel like it wasn't possible, but it actually is, and that's the case with number five. Number five. The Philadelphia Eagles are actually a little bit improved. Now, you can't put them higher on the list as many would want to do following the NFL draft and how well they did with picking up the likes of of Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith and uh, Keely Ringo. But we do have to remember, and trading for DeAndre Swift, we do have to remember that they did lose both their offensive and defensive coordinator in Shane Steichen uh, and Jonathan Gannon. So there is an adjustment period there. But the Eagles have replaced what a lot of their losses were. I think the Eagles 
have put themselves in position to not be hit as hard as they could have been, and that's pretty impressive. They have given themselves every opportunity here with weapons offensively. DeAndre Swift will fit very well with them. And then, what do they do? They always build in the interior. And that's exactly what they did with Carter and with Nolan Smith on the edge. And when I say the interior, I mean the line of scrimmage. This is what the Eagles do. Uh, They are actually, I believe, slightly improved from this past offseason. Number four. This past season, I should say. The Detroit Lions. Everybody wants to point to the Lions, and they should. What they did, first of all, in free agency, by getting C.J. Gardner-Johnson from the Eagles, who had a terrific year, uh, by bringing in David Montgomery, uh, by bringing in uh, Cam Sutton, and then the draft. People are killing him on Jameer Gibbs. Guys, don't do that. Jameer Gibbs is a really, really good player. I had one talent evaluator tell me that he had him slightly above B. John Robinson. Now, that, that's one person's opinion. But called him a generational zone runner, one cut and go. And the, the weapon that he can be out of the backfield. But then also factor in Sam Laporta. And look at all the tight ends that Iowa has uh, produced and what kind of tight ends they are, whether it's Kittle whether it's T.J. Hawkinson, whether it's Noah Fant, this guy falls in that line. Laporta can be that. And Brian Branch might be the best overall value pick in the entire draft. It was not a deep draft at all. It was quite shallow for safeties. And that pool ended at Brian Branch. He was the number one guy, and there wasn't a whole lot below him. And go look at how the draft played out after that. You'll see it. And then maybe they got their quarterback for the future with Hendon Hooker, the Detroit Lions. Boy, they got a whole lot better. Number three. So did the New York Giants. Uh, Listen, the Giants in the offseason did not lose very much and it's hard to project draft picks. I understand that. I don't think Deontay Banks will walk in the door and start day one. He does need some development but he's got incredible speed and he's a really good cover guy. Then factor in John Michael Schmitz, who will walk in the door and start day one. John Michael Schmitz is a great center. Is a great center. Jalen Hyatt was a fantastic pick uh, in the third round when they drafted up to or when they traded up to get him. I was skeptical about the Giants going into this offseason because it felt like with Brian Dable, you had one of those coaches who was going to have an exceptionally positive impact on his team in year one, but they could take a step back in year two? Maybe not. I don't know if they'll be a playoff team, but they may not take a major step back this year. It is going to depend on what happens here with Saquon Barkley, and keeping Dexter Lawrence was a major, major priority, and they got the job done there. Number two. The Houston Texans. Can I actually say this? I just did. I love D'Amico Ryans as a defensive coordinator, and I think he's got a chance to be a really good head coach, and he's doing it in a place where he will get some runway. Uh, they, in free agency, uh, gave him a guy like Jimmy Ward from the 49ers who knows him and will be able to help deliver the message defensively. Dalton Schultz is a really good tight end. Sheldon Rankins will help them. And then, I love their draft. C.J. Stroud, who's my number one guy as a quarterback, I think he's got a chance to be really, really good 
Will Anderson may not be an 18-sack-a-year guy, may not be a 15-sack-a-year guy, but he's going to be 10 to 12. And they had already added, um, you know, Jerry uh, Hughes from the Bills. So that helps. Juice Scruggs, uh, underrated player. They traded for Shaq Mason. The Texans have gotten better. And maybe for the first time in a long time, you could say they're actually on the right path. Number one. Even I can't be that much of a hater. It's the New York Jets. Listen, you can say what you will. I'm not the biggest fan of Aaron Rodgers in terms of his off-field garbage. And I don't know how important winning is to him at this level, at this juncture in his career, when I factor in that he, over the last few years, has not prioritized it, has prioritized everything else in his life. It's fine to have other interests. That's great. Just, I'm paying you $60 million a year. Have interest in me winning. But Chuck Clark was a good move for the Jets. Add some depth in their secondary. Alan Lazard. Uh, yeah, they lost Sheldon Rankins, but, I mean, Will McDonald, even though they didn't get a tackle, Will McDonald's a good player from Iowa State. Joe Tipman, number two center in this draft. A lot of people thought he was the best. Israel Abani Kanda from Pitt is lightning fast. And then, of course, the great Randall Cobb. Okay. Now I'm reaching a bit. But you get the point. The Jets absolutely are the most improved team in the NFL. It is Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. You can watch Greeny on the ESPN app. Just click watch, look for Greeny, and enjoy. And don't forget to tune into baseball action tomorrow as the Rays host the Yankees. Coverage begins 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. It is that time of the week that everybody waits for. Life is a series of choices. Who you got? Make a decision. Say it! Say it! All right. I'll say it. Who you got? Once again, we have shortchanged Bubba, but we are here with Who You Got. Yeah, I'm glad we spent 45 minutes on most improved teams. Uh, <laughs> I'll let you know when you make the list of most improved hosts. I, I'm sure that you will. And, you know, you swallowed up all the airtime earlier on Matt Harvey, so please go ahead. <laughs> yeah, well, he's a dark knight, one of the best pitchers in Mets history. Okay, no more. <laughs> Who You Got brought to you by Granger on his podcast, Pat Bev Podcast with Roan. Pat Beverly says he and Russell Westbrook want rings from the Lakers if they win the NBA title. Should they get rings? Would you want a ring? Who You Got? I absolutely would want a ring, and I have to tell you, the first thing I would do would be to go and sell it. That's absolutely the first thing I would do. I don't want it if I wasn't part of winning it, but if I was on the team during the year, I want my money, and that's what I would do. Uh, yeah, I don't blame them for asking for it. I don't, I don't know if they'll get them. They probably would, right? But I, I absolutely would go and sell that ring immediately because I'm that guy. Next. 134 years ago tomorrow, the Eiffel Tower opened in Paris. Mm. Who you got as your favorite historic landmark? Ooh, favorite historic landmark. Are we counting? Is the Grand Canyon a historic oh, landmark? Oh, yeah. Probably that not sure really is. historic. No, it's historic. It's a landmark. It's historic. I'd go Grand Canyon then. I think the Grand Canyon is phenomenal. Uh, historic, not in terms of man made. I'd put the Eiffel Tower up there, although I've never seen it, never been to France. 
I get a feeling the French wouldn't like me very much. Next. Uh, today is, I've been to France. I've been to the Eiffel Tower. No big deal. Of course you have. Help build it. Today is National Hoagie Day. Do you go yeah. with Grinder, Hero, Hoagie, or Sub? Uh, I would mostly go with Hero or Hero or Sub. Um, I asked for one my first week in Philly, and I learned the hard way. It is a hoagie there. Right. Yeah, no, oh, for sure. Yeah, you definitely don't want to do that can't there. Can't do that. Yeah, that was a mistake on my part. I'm going sub there. Bubba, what are you going there? Uh, I usually say either sub or grinder. Really? Grinder? Yeah. Is it a Connecticut thing? I, maybe it's a Connecticut thing. One minute. Yeah, I don't know if... if I don't know. Yeah, because I'll be like, yeah, meatball grinder, or, you know. But I, I also say... Su- I definitely don't say, obviously, hoagie here or uh, hero. Um, so I, I would say usually they're sub or grinder. I don't know if, yeah, if the grinder is a Connecticut thing. I've never um, even considered grinder, and I know I know Cam says hoagie, no question. Yeah, I, I think, think I've been away from Philly too long. I started saying sub a long time ago. Oh, wow. I know. I like wow. it. Who you got Good brought up. to you by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickranger.com or just stop by. Got Not- one more? Eh, eh, we don't really have time. You blew it. I got when I talked to <laughs> Gary Granger this week on our conference call, he's going to be pretty upset. So <laughs> uh, I'll see what I can do to uh, let him down easy. But he's not going to be happy when we yeah. talk this uh, week. Listen, send him and Joe Vivid seats my best. <laughs> well, Ten seconds. Great guy. <laughs> oh God, Bubba, you are absolutely incorrigible. It's Greeny on ESPN Radio. for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network.